If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Thank you so much for joining us. As you can tell, everyone is really uh, sharing their opinion around uh, uh, earning potential, living wages, and of course, uh, even the working poor in South Africa. And it highlights something that's really important, right? That we all really work create and produce outcomes to become economically active and have some kind of uh, financial propensity in our in our lives maybe help us contextualize this within the music rights space and how it actually works uh, uh, i'm hoping i gave a very clear understanding of how samro works but gently remind us of uh, the basic principles themes and how it is that you help musical artists specifically uh, have a share of the an ownership of their work yes so google firstly you know I think this links quite nicely with the topic that you were just discussing right now because in South Africa, we have in SAMRO just over 150,000, you know, music creators registered with us. And I think any person thinking about which artists they probably listen to or they favor, you'll find that you can't probably think of even more than 500 of them. Mm-hmm. So it literally tells you that majority of the artists that, you know, are out there may actually be, you know, are not even in a position to have that minimum wage. So where we come from as SAMRO is to make sure that artists are able to monetize their creations. So the moment as an artist you create something, like this is what we call a song, there is a right that goes hand in hand with that. So just for this conversation, we will remember that there is mainly something that we call, you know, a compositional right. A compositional right is more where somebody creates something. And then we'll talk about the master because the master is where yes. obviously then, you know, there is that recording part. And as you touched on the Mapurisa uh, situation. But for us as Samro, you know, we are every single year we generate in excess of about 600 million rands. This money is then paid over to musicians so that they're able to survive. And that's key for us. Mm. And that's important, right? Because it calls on a proactive need and and, and, uh, participation that's required by the artist, but it also speaks to the administrative processes that are required from uh, Samro's point of view. Uh, I'm aware that over the last few years, we've seen some changes into, you know, how this is administered and how uh, South African artists uh, are afforded the opportunity to essentially earn uh, uh, what would be appropriate in terms of the use Uh, and rights of their music. Help us understand how this has changed and providing clarity if it's really worked in favor of musicians. Yeah, so over the years, what we have simply done, the first thing is to increase revenue. So about two years back, Samro's revenue was in the region of just about, uh, just upwards of 450 million rands. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that artists need, obviously, is to make sure that you are able to increase, you know, the revenue so that, you know, whoever uses that music is paying for a license. Once that was achieved, which right now in the last financials, we were just about 600 million rands. Then the next step is to say, you know, as SAMRO, we need to make sure that, you know, all our, our, our administration, we minimize that cost as much as possible. Because way back, probably about five years back, our administration used to be about 38% of, let's say, every rand that we collect. So right now we are sitting at around about uh, So the aim is obviously to move it lower. So, you know, more and more of what we actually are able to generate is then spent over and sent to the artists. Mm -hmm. But over and above that, one of the biggest things is people don't necessarily save. And, And that's something that you are touching on right now.
So, you know, and we, we understand that SM. One of the things that we have, and it's something that doesn't exist anywhere else in, in the market, and not just in South Africa, but we're talking about even in Africa and sometimes even in the Western countries, we have something that we call the SAMRO Retirement Annuity Fund. There's a retirement in there fund? We have, yes, there is. Literally. Oh, wow. So we have made sure this has been there probably since around about the 70s. And I know a lot of people don't know about it, but when you're a SAMRO member, this is something that we make sure that you are part of. So currently, we've got funds under management uh, in the tune of about 316 million rands. So meaning, as an artist, you live throughout your life. And I mean, artists have got, you know, not every single artist can have a career that is 10 years long, even. Mm. So most of them may be booked for the first four to five years and then things start settling down. But... Once an artist gets to their 60s, that's where the challenges often come. So there is a retirement annuity where, you know, you can actually claim from it from the age of 55. And obviously the artist can sustain themselves. So those are the, you know, the balances that we have in the industry that seeks to make sure that artists are at least taken care as human beings. Karabo, and, and I'm so glad you mentioned this. I mean, it's literally music to my ears and the first time that I'm hearing this. But I think there's also a, a misunderstanding in terms of, um, you know, how these kind of investment products do work. You know, retirement annuities yeah. do work well mm-hmm. when there's ongoing investment and contributions that are made when one keeps to the investment over a long and sustained period of time to right. really gain uh, from the compound interest, the growth in, in um, the investment as well in terms of their return. Yes. Uh, and, and I guess, how about understand if there is a sense of guidance uh, that is afforded to many of these artists to actually fully understand the intricacies of not only you know financial planning and wealth creation but all of that within the context of music because I guess when it comes to the creative industry space there's still a lot of concerns around how it's fully understood Sure. So I think firstly with what we call the Summer Retirement Annuity Fund we do uh, you know make yearly allocations. So at this point, SEMRO would contribute in the region of about 11.5 million rands every single year. And that is obviously to ensure that there is that compounding, as you spoke about. Uh, so obviously an artist that is there for a, re- you know, the, a region of about 30 years or 40 years, they are able to benefit from the compounding. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is that even today, we just had what we call our extraordinary general meeting. And we were sharing with our members the performance of that fund. And, you know, we, we, we can see great performance. If you look at the past three years, it's performance about 14% growth in the last 10 years in the region of about 10% growth, which is that means that their investment is growing. So at the end of the day, we are able to do two things. Sometimes an artist is not able to retire. Mm. So yes, maybe they may pass on, but we are able to ensure that the family has obviously some form of an income, which is important to us. As much as we have a funeral cover, but that's a once-off, but the family is able to survive once the breadwinner is not there. And then beyond that, in terms of financial planning, we always strive to make sure that our artists understand that their careers are not always certain because at least sometimes, you know, somebody who earns 4,000 rands can say, I know I'm guaranteed 4,000 rands a month. But as an artist, you can't necessarily say that. Mm. So one of the things that we start doing is that we spread out what we call distributions. So we don't pay artists a one lump sum in the yes. year. We spread it out 
so that, you know, they're able to get money throughout the year and manage their lifestyle as best as they can. While at the same time, we try and, you know, collaborate with other, you know, uh, industry partners so that we can educate them in terms of financial planning and the likes. But that is one of the most challenging sort of like processes. Especially when you have young artists who are in their young, like in their twenties or so, and you know they are actually at the top of their careers, there is little or no financial planning, and then only ten years later, the very same artist is not able to provide for themselves. So that is one thing that we're still embarking on and trying to make sure that we educate, educate, educate. 100%. There is so much more to explore here, Karabo, because I guess uh, we also need to educate yeah. a lot of artists as to how they gain access to these opportunities. Why it's important that they firstly start by registering their music with Samra. Correct. 100%. Uh, yes. Yeah, and following through with the necessary processes. But we'll leave it there for today. But great to hear some of the pros that has been made uh, within the institution uh, and the more we have these conversations the more enlightened we will all be as individuals and we'll get back to those technicalities uh, uh, as you mentioned earlier when it comes to uh, masters and various forms of ownership and I yes. understand copyright law which is still slightly delayed in terms of advancement in South Africa thank you so much Karabo if you missed it live catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za